0: it's alicia here i hope you are all doing well and keeping safe we are glad to welcome you to the systematic podcast where we as sisters share with you systematic approaches on how to align your mindset
1: hi everyone it's priya hope you're all well and i'm so excited to be here with my lovely sister where we can really just talk to you freely and discuss a lot of topics and most importantly when you've listened to our podcast you walk away put your headphones to the side and can actually implement all these new tips tricks and ideas that we will put forward. So if you're in the
0: UK guys you might be dreading the next four weeks as we go into our second national lockdown this year so it's been tough already and we've got another one that is uh, happening very soon and hopefully it won't be too long as the last one, but it is necessary to save lives, keep others protected, and of course move forward towards getting closer to a normal-ish life again. But we're not really sure if it is going to be normal soon.
1: Yeah. And the reason why um the topic or the or the headline for this podcast, this particular episode is how to protect your mental health during lockdown 2.0 so we really wanted to um, have an
0: episode on this podcast about mental health and you know helping you guys with the upcoming four weeks on different things that you can do the importance behind taking care of yourself and loved ones so we, we got through the first one which was earlier on this year so we can get through this one. We need to keep a positive mindset and really learn from last time and not put too much pressure on ourselves whether that's with work if you're working from home whether that's with keeping yourself busy and you know occupied or even doing something productive you can really take this time out for yourself and it's not going to last forever meaning four weeks will fly by we won't even know but if it does feel like it's quite anxious for a lot of people You know, people are feeling like they're, you know, going to go through something. It's just that time of year. But the most important thing is to really make peace with the fact that these things are out of our control. We don't have any sort of power on what the government is saying for us to to do and, you know, for us to go into this lockdown. So let's not worry about what we can't control and let's focus on what we can. You know, the things that we're doing, how are we spending our days and, you know, what activities have we got planned? So that's really important is to take the, the factor of control out because it's not in our hands. And lastly, you don't really want to compare yourself to other people because everyone's coping in a different way. Some people may still be going into work as key workers because they have to and they're not able to work from home and for those who are going back to working from home, it may be different for different people. Some people have gone through a lot of things and they want to stay connected with their family. Some people may live on their own and not be so connected. So Everyone's situation is different. So. We all cope in different ways and hopefully we're able to provide you with an insight of you know, how you can protect your mental health
1: through the next four weeks. So we need to go over our signature acronym which will be a really critical part of all our episodes. So going back to SISTER, the S in SISTER, the first one is STAY CALM. Now I know this is so easily said and much more difficult to execute and we are going to be covering how we can actually define calm so a good one is you know what calm means to me is very different to what calmness means to alicia yeah so it's really identifying how you personally can stay calm the i in sister is innovation now we've been through a period where we've been locked down in the past we've made that banana bread you know, we've made, we've done what, what was traditionally kind of advertised out there, we've done our home workouts, but now we need to innovate and create to, for something that's a lot more sustainable. So if we're at home, it's not because we're doing it because, oh yes, we're experiencing something new, but let's innovate to sustain. The second S in sister is for self-care. Now, I know this is, a very nice period in terms of a season i mean different people have different seasons that they enjoy but what's great about autumn winter is you can focus on yourself that little bit more in terms of your self-care rituals and that could be anything it's very personalized the t in sister is for time scheduling and this this is a topic we've done before around organization but we really want to form structure even though we know what we will be doing for a continuous period but having structure within that in our lives the e in sister is for education you know why will we not want to push ourselves and grow in a period of con- I would say confinement but it's it is it is that that's what lockdown means to me it is that confinement and then the last letter is r for routine and I know this does go and does touch on time scheduling, but routines the reason why we put the R as routine is because you can actually just play around with your routine. Yeah, you can sort of
0: innovate and create a new morning routine yeah. and an evening routine, um, and that'll give you something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, definitely. So that is the system acronym, and we'll touch on it at the end. So, first,
0: and foremost is really getting ourselves in check. And that starts with our mindset. Now, we really want to be mindful of how much negative news and information that we are consuming. So it's important to stay in- informed, but we don't want to obsess over updates and the numbers that the news are showing us or even sort of discuss that with other people i think it has that negative impact so you know you don't want to be like oh my god it's this and that you want to keep that sort of conversation within your household and also when you're speaking to friends and family keeping that positive and if you don't discuss news it will be really good because we get sort of obsessed with that and that's what actually makes us a lot more anxious
1: Definitely. So, put look at your phone. Uh, are you you know got some BBC News apps? Do you have any kind of broadcasting apps? And perhaps switch those notifications off. And also just be mindful what your TV is set to. You know, if you put your TV on, what's the first thing that's coming on? Is it Netflix or is it BBC News? Just keep it um, locked away. And if you do want to watch the news, have that allocated time. What we do as a family is we'll say, you know what, we're going to watch the news, but only for half an hour. Because otherwise you get just sucked into. Yeah. I mean, that's what TV is there for. It's meant to just suck you in. And that's what it does for us. So we we set those boundaries. And most importantly, if you are following. This nicely leads on to our second point, which is social media. There will be news alerts, data on there. So just be mindful of, okay, what am I watching, listening, reading? And the second point is unfollow accounts that make you feel negative. What do you think about that? Yeah,
0: that's. That's really true because we're going to have a lot more time to sort of scroll through social media go through like Facebook and Instagram but what are we looking at we want to make sure that we're exposed to uplifting content and not negative content whether that's news related or whether whether that's just people that you follow which you feel like you know when i look at their photos photos i feel you know bad about myself or I'm, i start comparing the way i look you want to follow people that are uplifting your mood giving you
1: inspiration and positive in in general Definitely. So, one exercise I did do with social media is sit there and literally go through everyone you follow and then just unfollow it. I know this sounds really simple, but just dedicate. And harsh. (laughs) Yeah, just dedicate a bit of time because I did this previously and I found it really um, nourishing just for myself. And now, if I do go on my social media, it's very positive. So, I use Instagram. It's a lot more aligned to what I'm interested in. and, And you wouldn't believe it. I used to follow people that was an interest I had a few years ago and now I'm not as connected to that topic yeah and then you still follow them and you're like "Mm, this is not adding value so do that have that adding value or is it not adding value and do that mental check keep your emotions out of it if it's someone you follow but you actually don't know them I did the same I just took it away from my account because it's just clogging up your brain and it's for me it's energy wasted because there's no disrespect to anyone but you've not spoken to that individual in 10 years what they're doing you know during lockdown or even in their life you may want to reconnect with them you know go for that but just be very realistic you know you know who you're going to speak to and who you're not going to speak to
0: yeah a hundred percent and another thing with that is actually doing a digital detox Mm. and I've seen a few people on Instagram do that they'll just be like you know what I'm not going to be using my Instagram for a week um and it's just with social media but you can also apply it to your phone in general as a whole and um, which is not using your phone and i know um, alex and mimi icon which are two successful entrepreneurs and they have a great podcast themselves and they do something called the present day and what that means is it's a positive spin on a digital detox but for a whole 24 hours they will not use their phone and meaning you know they live together they have a child together they're each other's sort of support bubble so because they're all there they don't really need to communicate outside of that and if we're going to be at home I think we can get away with not using our phone for 24 hours so they try to do that one day a week and I think that's quite powerful it just allows you to be present and mindful and gets you doing other things because screen time is just it's just so bad for you for your health I know a few opticians um are saying that you know this screen time that we're We're spending a lot of our, um, you know, eyesight on (laughs) is really going to impact us in the future. So we want to sort of decrease the amount we're doing on our phones, but also when we're watching something on TV. Let's do something that's more mind stimulating rather than using all those sort of technologies, which is really cramming our brain.
1: So I'm quite excited for that Alicia so are you planning to do it yeah t-shirt? I mean
0: I might get I might try it actually I'll see um uh I'll pick a day of the week that'll yeah. be really good I mean it'll be difficult for uh, work because I do have a work phone and I, I use my work phone a lot for um, my activities but most likely on a weekend I think yeah. maybe a Sunday would be a good idea just to not look at phone or even if you have to maybe once or twice a day but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna see if i could put that forward
1: that's really good so that is our uh, i believe our second point covered the third point we have is a lot of people may be working from home and you may have gone back to work and now you're putting and in, put into a position where it's a different working experience so even for myself there was a period where i was going back into work and now it's trying to be at home a lot more so we need to be able to set boundaries with your workplace. And for me it's like I never work on my bed. I know a lot of people do. Yeah. That bed is for, you know, for sleeping and let's just your bedroom is unless you've got a desk in your bedroom just create zones in your house. So where I do my work, I will not sit in that area unless I need to work. Very very simple. It makes it very you can disjoint it quite easily because if I'm sitting on that chair near my work laptop, that's my focus um i would i would avoid having your laptop on your lap while you're watching tv and you're you're taking your laptop everywhere it's like a it's like your whole house becomes your office and you're yeah. not grounded <laughs> i know alicia's really good at this as well just having a firm place this is what i'm doing and once i log off i've actually just logged off completely from work switched it all off and having that clear Kind of boundary and and one thing I've noticed is sometimes you you're due to finish at five but you let it slip to five thirty. Yeah. Be a little bit harsh with yourself because if you're in the office, if you've already left the house, you won't be able to pick up that email that's coming at five twenty five. And we do this sometimes naturally, but also understand what your work commitments are. You know, you know your work better than better than us. But take those breaks. So have that initial. We are going to cover the routine element of revamping your rituals and morning and evening routines but make sure you're taking breaks from your kind of working period I know Alicia's quite good at this she'll make sure she'll zone yeah. out because
0: sometimes you can just get so into your work and the activities that you have to do emails and phone calls etc and you look at the time and you're like wow it's already lunchtime!" and you've been working continuous since like 8 eight thirty. so it's really important to take those breaks so you know either put an alarm on that will sort of um you know force you to let me get up let me stand up because we don't want to be either sitting down for a really long time either. It's not good for our posture, it's not good for our health. We wanna be getting up and maybe walking around the house, um, you know, going upstairs and then coming back down and then taking our eyes off the screen and having that break. So, you know, whether you put an alarm on or you have a reminder, um, you, know, you know, if you're going to have to cook lunch, you've got to give yourself that time. So make sure you put in those moments the way you can take breaks. And for me, I'm, I, I have my Apple Watch, which will buzz and tell me, OK, Alicia, you need to stand up now. You've been sitting for too long. So, you know, use what you can that will help you keep on top of your health, um, especially when it comes to working from home, because we can just sit for hours on a chair at our desk and then not realise uh,
1: where time is going. Definitely. And also when you're working from home, one tip I would give is do your chores in between the day. You know, don't, if you want a little, you know, walk like Alicia said, and if you live in a bungalow, don't try and go upstairs. But you know, if you're like, I've put my washing on, I'm going to have a little break, and I'm going to offload my laundry. I know it's simple things, but I know this has worked really well for a lot of people, where they're just able to embed a few chores in the day. So when they finish, they're not like, oh my God, I finished work and now I need to do a thousand other things. exactly Because unfortunately, house chores, all these tasks, they're not going to stop. And it also allows you to mindfully enter your evening time and not be overwhelmed like we are when we finish work and we're rushing home or rushing yeah. here, there and everywhere to get certain errands, to, errands completed as well. Yeah definitely. So the the fourth point is to
0: create a lockdown routine. And this could be it could be varied, I meaning if you're working during the week it might be slightly different to what you do on the weekend, but it's really important to schedule your day and sort of plan ahead. Yeah. Now what I like to do is I sort of plan my day beforehand. So the night before, I'll yes. look at, okay, what meetings do I have with work? You know, what meetings do I have with business? Whatever that you're doing, what have what do you have to schedule your time towards? And then add in that time. Okay, I need to take a break at this time. I'm, I'm gonna go for a walk at this point. You know, I might do a bit of self-care here, slot in some reading time, whatever it may be. But you wanna create a routine. And I think that first starts off with the morning and what time you're getting up. Um, like now, if you're not travelling to work and you're you're working from home, there's no commute. So that can either mean you can give yourself an hour extra in the morning <laughs> to yourself or it could be a one-hour lay-in. You know, it's really up to you. But just have that fix. You know, I'm going to wake up for work at this time and have an hour to myself and then have half an hour for breakfast and then get half an hour a head start um, before work really starts, just to sort of catch up on emails and etc.
1: Yeah, and I, I really want... A good tip I would give is and it's something that me and Alicia are going to implement. Do something new. So if it's a routine that you've been doing for a couple of months, you know, you've had that period where you've been working from home, just revamp it now. Switch it up. Yeah, it's, you can't be doing the same thing. And I feel like it's just getting sometimes a new, uh, I don't know, like Alicia, you can make a coffee in the morning or having that, that new tea that you're trying. Just have that there so it kind of motivates you. I know it's the little things that get, that get you going but most importantly like alicia said everyone who's listened to the the bullet journal episode yeah. that's what i use to plan my day the day before literally the night before so it's really just understanding you know what is happening tomorrow in my Busy virtual world, you know, what meetings do I have? And also be mindful how you plan your meetings. Sometimes you have a little bit of control where you Yeah, you don't want back to back yeah. where you're
0: just continuously yeah. on meetings.
1: So I, I personally don't like that. I love a bit of breathing space. Now, this is a concept that I've learned from the book called Deep Work. And it literally, in a nutshell, it's a huge book, guys, but in a nutshell, it really goes into the detail of when you're moving from one task to the next. Your brain is, when you're on your second task, your brain is 50% still present in the previous task. And it's this brain residue, which is unable to kind of fully, you know, say, nope, I'm done with the first one. It can't Mm. do that. The brain cannot move that fast. And, And I know our brain is a supercomputer, but it's just understanding that doing things at a good pace for yourself, it will give you that mental clarity. So I love when I have a meeting and it's example 10 to 11, I won't book up a meeting 11, 11.30. Why? Because I'm a human being and I need a little bit of a break. And also sometimes you're moving from one meeting about a particular topic that requires you to be in a particular headspace and then the second topic yeah. could be completely technical or completely relaxed and you might
0: need to prep or pull up some emails or look at some information beforehand so you know want to give yourself that time yeah you know in lieu i guess to keep yourself sort of informed but also relaxed because you don't want to add extra stress by stressing out about work on top of the fact that we've got to be at home
1: definitely Now the next one is the fifth point is reach out to your family and friends really just hone in and understand who's within your circle that you feel that you can literally have an honest and transparent discussion with you can discuss how you're feeling um, depending on where they are in the country or in the in the world appreciate that different countries may be going through different kind of disciplines and and um, kind of governmental situations. Yeah, but meaning
0: earlier on, it was sort of like a worldwide lockdown. But I know it's UK so far. I know there's a few other countries, countries yeah. But yeah,
1: check in to see who's doing what and how you can sort of uplift them. Definitely, and also check in with other people. I this is one of the goals that I have. Every day, I will just check in with a, someone who's in my on my phone list, and most importantly also someone from work as well because one thing I've noticed sometimes when you're in a in in an environment which is fast-paced work is pretty much you'll email someone because you need to get some information from them or vice versa so let's get into a position where we could just tap in and drop an email to someone drop a message so I've done this since yesterday I just drop a message to a random person random enough that they're obviously in my life but also (laughs) they've not heard from me in a while or you know it's you going above and beyond rather than just hey how you doing but I've done this for work and I think this is a good tip because your kind of circle of people or your network out out within your workplace is also your network of people that you might possibly actually enjoy working with as well so you can touch base with those people let's keep connected
0: yeah that's a really good point is to actually Take that initiative yourself yeah. and message someone. And even if it's not messaging, you might want to pick up the phone and speak to a friend or, you know, speak to somebody else who you feel like you haven't been in touch with recently. And it can really just change someone's mood. And you can sometimes realize you can be on the phone for an hour catching up with your friend, and it just makes both of you feel a lot more better. And um, the last point is really finding your calm p- place. Now, this could be a certain area of your house, but you really need to give yourself that um, environment to, to be calm about something. And it's important to have that moment where, even if it is just silence or you're meditating, but somewhere where you can sort of get away and just spend time with yourself, you know, hear your thoughts, how are you feeling and actually address things that might be a
1: little bit difficult in the moment. Yes, so I would also say decorate that area or make it unique and well known, make it stand out, find that calmness and Alicia's already mentioned something you can do there is actually meditate so give it a purpose but it is nice to have a sofa or a particular reading corner. Yeah, just to sit down and let yourself just relax with a nice cup of warm tea.
0: The next thing that we really wanted to cover with you guys is to share some lockdown ideas. You know, what to do, what can we fill our time with? So we've separated this into three categories, entertainment, education, and self-care. So we're gonna start off with entertainment and give you a few ideas on what you could do to keep yourself
1: entertained. So the first one is you may be looking to do a movie marathon. It might've been like, you know what, I haven't watched all those Marvel movies in order, I didn't get to do it last time, I've seen other people do it, get on that. If that makes you happy and it can feel like it's something you want to do, I know we want to do a Harry Potter one. Yeah,
0: definitely. We'll do a Harry Potter one. And even if it's a TV show that you've always wanted to watch but you may not have had enough time for it, do that. The only tip I'll give you in this section is don't get over consumed with it and sort of watch and binge-watch, I think. That's where we sort of then realise where is our time going? And we've been watching something new on Netflix, which is The Family home cooking showdown, and you get so into it. And, okay, let me just watch another episode. Episode after episode, and then you realize you've been watching TV for so long, it's actually draining. So make sure you're limiting yourself. Don't go too overboard with it. Maybe do, like, a movie every other day to do a marathon. But that's what we would uh, recommend. And something else that you can do, which I know our parents love to do, is puzzles um, and crosswords. So this could be, you know, word search, Sudoku... Anything that really stimulates your mind. And some people might look at us and be like, guys, you're so boring. Like, who does things like that? But it's actually quite relaxing. I know a lot of people find it quite soothing just to sit there for, even if it's 10 to 15 minutes or half an hour and just do a word search or, you know, do a
1: crossword. So do not do your word search on your phone because that will defeat the purpose of, you know, having that screen time. And also just having that simple pencil and, and paper interaction will... Uh, make it more exciting and different because we may have forgotten how to do a simple word search. The next one is have a pizza-making night. Now, if you don't like pizza, that is fine. Find uh, something. I do think we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> but do do have a, a night dedicated to doing doing a meal from scratch. Really get into the details. So, for example with pizza, make the dough, make the tomato base yourself, get the cheeses that you love. If you want to make cheese yourself. Google it, you'll find it. So, yes, dedicate some cooking experience. Yeah, and
0: that really goes nicely with having a home bake-off. You know, if you're somebody who likes to bake, and that's what literally we've been doing, we've got a a nice chocolate and vanilla marble cake in the oven, but have that maybe with your family. Do a little mini competition where you sort of all cook... A meal um, every day of the week for each other and you sort of like rate rate each other (laughs) on how the meals are you know like come dine with me all these exciting things put your own spin on it and get your family
1: involved definitely now maybe you are into dancing and you might want to learn a new dance routine alicia and i are not afraid to admit that's something we love to do we yeah Donna we d-
0: we did actually previous look down we tried to but it's more like a dance workout which i think is yeah. really good because you get your exercise in but you know learn learn something new off youtube it could be a, a dance routine it could be even like a makeup look a new hairstyle a new sort of artwork there's so much that you can get inspiration from
1: the next one is potentially playing some board games now Puzzles are fun. Um, you mean, you know, you might want to, to be honest, we've only played Monopoly once. So you might be thinking, you know what, I'm done with board games. Mm. But you may have a whole pile of them. And you thought, you know what, I've not gone through them as much as I would like to. So, you know, have that analysis where you're like, you know what, I would love to play Scrabble one evening and, and make it a, a games night. So yeah, that's, that's one out of seven sorted. Definitely. And
0: another one would be karaoke night. And, you know, you could hook up your, your computer and laptop to the TV, go on YouTube and literally have a karaoke night. You know, there's going to be people who have birthdays during the upcoming lockdown. So, you know, you might want to spice things up and switch it up a little bit and have fun with that. And, you know, there's lots of new things that you can um, learn and try out that can really
1: entertain you and your family okay the next category is education now this is for me naturally a great thing to do yeah. because learning growing pushing yourself forward is just for me it's just so good for you and it will keep you stimulated and for me and you know being into intellectually stimulated yeah. is very important for me i can get really bored really quickly so that's why i like to do a lot of things that's a bit about me but and make sure you understand what will keep you stimulated. So one tip we have is you may want to learn sign language or potentially a whole new language. You may have thought, you know what, I did try and pick up this, you know, on Duolingo through my app. But let's get old school, let's get the books, get some worksheets, you can go online, you can buy them, get them sent to your home. Let's get into it. Become a student that yeah. you would want to have been during your previous you know years when you studied french spanish whatever you may have learned let's get into the into the bare minimum and start from scratch because something like even learning sign language that may be an interest that you've had you think you oh, know i'd really love to do that do it now
0: yeah and there's so many ways to learn from like you know youtube is quite a big place that you can learn a lot of things from yeah i think the most important aspect is to really you know, write down, okay, I want to do this and actually put a plan towards doing it because you might look at this at the end and be like, okay, these guys have given me so many tips and, and, you know, ideas on what to do and then you probably won't end up doing any of them. Maybe pick a handful of what? yeah, A few from the entertainment, a few from education and a few from self-care and actually put it into it. It will make it a lot better because sometimes if we're just going to sort of be very, you know, calm and relaxing and really chilling where we're just gonna be in bed all day or just watch tv we're not being as we're not using our time well and there's lots of fun things that you can do to keep your mind off other aspects so another thing you could do is learn to play an instrument or maybe you have got an instrument that you used to play and you've not been able to practice so you know keyboard piano guitar even if you like to sing like Mm. really you know tap into those old hobbies that you used to have
1: the next good idea is potentially taking up an online course. Have there's load of lots of websites and resources available where you can literally log in and actually do some homework as well. There's Coursera, which I personally really like. It does it gives you activities for a week at a time, and the topics and categories such as endless, pretty much anything you type in, you can learn anything from coding to decoding to Um, philosophy to the sciences if that's an interest for you this could be a time where you can educate yourself or even do a formal course where you're getting accreditation for so there are some courses on Coursera that you can actually pay for and you'll get that qualification so if you're up for learning go for that. Yeah, definitely. And
0: you know, if you're someone who's a little bit more creative, you might want to start writing, whether it's poetry, short stories, an article, or even starting a a blog. You know, you might want to sort of share what you're passionate about, what you're interested in, and it's something that really doesn't require any money. You can find lots of websites that do that for free, and really just share the things that you're interested about, and you'll really see if that will um, be something that interests you because you're talking about what you like. And whether it's something more written or visual, you know, you can make it your own. Um, Even something like learning calligraphy, which I think is something I definitely want to do. And I know um, a few birthdays or Christmas ago or so um I got Priya a calligraphy set because she's quite into her bullet journaling and stuff if you've heard in the previous episode so she's into her sort of arts and crafts and you know making th- making things look pretty so I got her that but I think she did go to a, a class, class yes um, and tried it, so maybe we can touch upon that. It's such beautiful writing, and you know, you could do handmade cards for Christmas if you learn, you know, how to do calligraphy and make your own sort of at-home arts and crafts Christmas cards that you can post out to family and friends as well. So there's lots of things that you can do there. One major thing that we <laughs> definitely recommend, and what we've been doing for multiple years of our lives, is reading and listening to podcasts. And we hope you're listening to this one, and you like this one. But there's really a lot to learn through various people that we're exposed to through podcasts and through reading. We can learn lots of new topics. We can sort of just escape and spend that time learning new things,
1: uh, educating ourselves and creating that positive mindset. Brilliant. That sounds really, really good. I like that. And the next section we're going to move on to is self-care. So I really like this tip, an idea. Have a spa evening. You know why not? We can't be spa and relaxing outside. Why not do it internally? Transform your kind of home or yeah. a particular area. You know, Alicia's put this idea down, and I'm going to take up that idea. Yeah, and definitely. Do that. I'll need a massage. <laughs> so we can create a whole holistic environment where we can just relax and make it fun. You know, do your face masks. Make that hot chocolate. That's you know, spa worthy. Do your manicure, pedicure yourselves, um, and have that time where you can just pamper yourself. Yeah, pretty much just revamp a whole evening. Yeah, you know, like we have already stressed the importance of scheduling all of this in and making sure you allocated time because you could say, yeah, I really want to do a spa evening. Let's put it in the diary. Let's let's put a time allocation within your your home and and have that planned because I genuinely feel like if you don't plan for it you cannot really, yeah, you it miss won't it. happen at all. Mm. And some things can be spontaneous, I do believe in that, but I'm genuinely for a planned life in the sense that what I can control, I can control when I want to have a spa evening. Yeah, Let's plan that in when it suits you best.
0: Great. And another thing which I'd recommend is creating a dream board. Now, you know, it could be called vision board, etc, bucket list, but be quite visual with it, you know, go online. And if you have a printer at home, print images of things that inspire you what your dreams are, and create a fun board, you might even want to create a whole wall, if you can, but Really use this time wisely to think about what you want, what the upcoming five years are going to be like, what your long-term dreams and aspirations and have fun with it. You know, go online, print out those pictures. You might wanna look through old bits and bobs that you might have around your house that you've kept and you're like, you know, I definitely wanna incorporate this and just spend that time with yourself and understanding what you want out of life. I know that got a little bit deep, guys, but it's a really good exercise to do and make sure you're looking at it um, every day
1: definitely organize some of your photos get them get some printed have that time where you know we have so many pictures on our phone yeah. it's just endless get some printed your favorite ones literally go old school and do a photo album you know you might be thinking what am I even saying but you know we found a photo album the other day and we're like wow it's so nice to actually look back at yeah look back at things like that and for me, it's I'm. I know self-care can mean different things to different people, but get organised. And I know getting the photos and things like that, kind of going back down memory lane is really, really good. But if you don't even know where your photos are, that might kind of hint you to hunt for them. Yeah, definitely. And through hunting through them, you'll be actually organising and tidying up your things. For me, I understand that we've gone through a period of where we may have you know, tidied up that wardrobe like 10 times. Exactly, yeah. But make sure it's sustainable, because I feel like if you're not, you know, if you feel like your whole environment isn't how it should be, treat this second period of lockdown as a point to really get yourself on top of things like your wardrobe, your area, your spaces. Mm. Get organised, guys. I know I'm a big advocate of this, but you don't want to be going into a few months' time and thinking, oh man, I really should have done that filing I've got that box full of papers I've got no idea what it come on guys we really need to be on top of our stuff and I know for me I enjoy tidying up so if you're the complete opposite do this in smaller chunks do this in 15 minutes that's what and 15 minutes can seem a long time but if you've I think what I love is that self-fulfillment and that self-satisfaction of cleaning a workspace, even if it's a small amount, to reward yourself. But I I do feel like this is part of self-care because the cleaner your environment, the cleaner your mental space, and then you can just organise things better. Yeah,
0: no, 100%. I definitely agree with that. And one thing I also um, would recommend you guys as a tip... Or idea is create Spotify playlists and you know it might just take out a little bit of time for you to sort of go through what songs you like. You might look for other playlists for inspirations, but create one for different things that you do. If you're someone who really likes listening to music, then create that, you know, whether it's a workout playlist, maybe a meditation one, a cooking playlist when you've when you're having your spa evening or you know when you're cleaning or when you're doing a particular task have that playlist ready especially if you like listening to music and when it comes to exercise it's going to keep you pumped you know i think one of the most important things and it, when we go into like winter we kind of get a little bit like oh my god it's cold outside and it's getting dark and you just feel a little bit more gloomy but definitely schedule in time to exercise and take care of your health but also because it will uplift your mood keep you healthy and you know be ready for summer 2021 if that's even going to happen and if we're ever <laughs> going to be able to go on holiday but Take that time out to squeeze a workout in, whether it's, you, you know, you've got exercise machine at home, you've got the weights and equipment, or if it's just jumping on YouTube and doing something really basic that you could do from your bedroom with a yoga mat. So be inventive and incorporate that um, and have fun with it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we, to be honest, we love recreating our space, like feng shui, your space, your room. Move things things about, you know, one thing that I love is, is changing our living space, our bedroom space, all of that, keep it moving, keeping it vibrant. I know some people just have a dining room and that table is just there for many, many years, just revitalize your space. Yeah, and you can upcycle things around your house. Like, you know, learn some
0: new DIY projects. You might have a, a table that looks really boring. Order some spray paint off Amazon and revamp things around your house um, and do that sort of DIY projects. And you can end up changing the whole look of like your living room or your bedroom. So yeah. we like doing a lot of feng shui and moving things around and, you know, redecorating and restyling our environment. It, A, it keeps us busy, but also
1: it just jazzes things up. Yeah, I think that's how we are. Um, but some people I know, they don't even redecorate their whole house in many, many years. But you might be thinking, I've got a bit of time. I'd love to get that paintbrush and roller roller thing going. Yeah. Do that for yourself. Like we Like Alicia said, you can get everything sent home get those you know do the things that you wanted to do at the last lockdown but you didn't quite get to do or you realize that things still over your other ideas overtook it we've got a round two let's really pick one from each so literally entertainment education self-care pick one each and just see if you can plan it in and one bit of advice or tip I would give you is if you start doing it and you don't feel like doing it and then you do it again, and you've planned in some time, and you still don't feel like doing it, maybe you just don't want to do it, yeah. and don't force yourself, because <laughs> sometimes we can get into this mindset where like everyone's meditating, and you try and do it in the morning, and you keep pushing yourself, you never really, you might realize that you actually prefer doing it in the afternoon, or in the evening, be experimental, but also don't force something on yourself, because The whole world is doing it or yeah exactly
0: you know when you go on instagram and social media and you see this person like the whole banana bread trend if you want to make banana bread go ahead and do it but don't feel like you need to do exactly what other people are doing be creative do what you enjoy
1: and what makes you happy brilliant so now we are going to summarize and go back to the sister acronym so the first s for was for stay calm i hope we've shared some tips where you can feel like you've can revitalize what the word calm means to you and how self-care is a big uh, trigger to to initiate calmness into your life. Yeah and
0: definitely I would say is give yourself that time where you're spending it on your own you know if you're living with your family and you feel like you're just super congested you're always in each other's face maybe schedule that time where you're in your room doing your own thing um, sort of maybe apart from your family so you've also got that me time because staying calm is something that you need to be able to do on your own Um, that's true and then for innovation, it's kind of like what we've just gone through with the ideas. Be creative, do something new and different, and also share it with other people. Share your excitement and keep that positive flair. And we will definitely be able to get through the next four weeks.
1: Definitely. The next is self-care. We've done a whole chunk on some tips and ideas around that, but also plan in time for self-care. You might schedule it in, you know, what, Thursday evening and also Sunday, you know, literally block out that time sometimes you may be confused on you know what can I do what what do I need I know we've shared some ideas you might think I don't want to do any of them but you might have some other ones that you're able to go out and and connect with and get inspired with so dedicate that time and also do not move your um shed your time for self-care with something else that may come up be quite firm with yourself (laughs) Definitely. And the T is for time (laughs) scheduling. And I
0: know we've covered this many times, but I think it more applies to if you are working from home. But even if you're not, schedule, okay, this is the time I'm going to wake up. This is the time I'm going to have breakfast, I'm going to do a workout, then I'll have lunch, and etc. You know, if you're working around your time schedule, fit in what you can. But don't be too hard on yourself to be super productive, but just scheduling the things that are priorities to you. Yeah, And then the E is for education. So I would definitely recommend to have that key moment of the day where you are spending time on yourself. And this could be that whole educational section that we covered about learning a new language, you know, reading, etc. But you really want to focus on growing as an individual. You know, how can we come out of this being better at what we do that's the most important thing and you know learning and growing as as
1: a person and then last one is r which is for routine this could be your morning routine evening routine let's revamp it up we are looking to do an episode which will be solely dedicated to morning routine ideas and also evening routine but do evaluate what you've been currently doing what works what doesn't shift change and adapt So, that is our lovely sister acronym.
0: Yeah, we hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, podcast episode and you've found new ways to keep yourself busy through the lockdown period and, you know, um, not be too hard on yourself um, and get through this, you know, time that we have ahead with our families. And most importantly, you want to be keeping safe. So, we hope that we have guided you and given you some tips on how to protect your mental health during this lockdown 2.0 and if you have any other ideas that you'd like to share that have worked out really well for you and your family please let us know definitely subscribe to our podcast leave a comment rate and review it we'd love to hear your feedback and we hope to speak to you really soon take care and keep safe keep safe
1: bye